Hi guys, it is Chef Roberta Lowe and welcome to the Chef Coach Podcast. Whereas though we're going to talk about all things food service, okay? We're going to dive into my experiences of being in the industry along with bringing on other guests so they can talk about their experience in the industry as well as giving you some tips and some advice to help you be a better person in this market space okay and allowing you to really armor yourself with great advice great tools and be your best self to dominate what you're trying to do all right so Hope you like the podcast. Remember to subscribe and remember to share. Well, hello, hello. It's Chef Roberta here. And I am excited about this episode today because we're going to dive into catering versus restaurant. Okay, there is a difference. And I wish I would have known this 15 over 15. Let's see, 17 years ago is when I really started looking into um, owning my own business and becoming a entrepreneur is when I started diving into it, going into entrepreneur type workshops and really getting, trying to get my footing. And like many people just starting out, many young, inspiring um, creatives just starting out, they don't really know what to do, where to go. So you get advice from anywhere that or anyone that's actually giving advice, right? And I'm just going to today, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about my journey. And some of give you some tips so you won't follow that same path. So make sure you stay tuned. It'll be an interesting topic and that I would love to share with you. And I will see you right after our sponsors. Hey, guys, we got one housekeeping to do a word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. So let me tell you about today's sponsor, which I love because it's in a food service business. Okay. Veg Box Restaurant is a 100% fast casual vegan restaurant located here in Baltimore, Maryland. You will not be disappointed. You should check out their reviews. Um, check out their menu at www.vegboxmd.com. That's V-E-G-B-O-X-M-D.com. And... I'm mentioning these particular, this particular restaurant because for the simple fact, they're just great. They have, they have took the whole plant, okay, and transformed it into something that is so tasty, delicious, and you can get this quick. (laughs) Who doesn't like quick food, especially when you only have 30 minutes for lunch, right? And you can find them in Baltimore with their great menu from grain bowls to tacos to sliders to salads to soups and they even have desserts that they make in-house okay so if you're in the Baltimore area make sure you check them out visit their website www.vegboxmd.com that's v-e-g-b 
xmd.com and see what they have to offer. See if you will go check them out and support them. Support them, get on their mailing list, see what they have. Um, tons of coupons that they send out, okay? <laughs> so get on their mail, mailing list, get um, get familiar with them because this is definitely a restaurant that you're going to see start popping up all over the place. That's vegboxmd.com. All right, so let's dive in here. Now, this is what I want to share with you. Over 17 years ago, I was in culinary school. And I went to culinary school specifically to to get in the food service industry, to really hone my skills for, for the industry. Now, granted, I grew up with buffets pretty much um, every every other day um, because I had a large family and we always did family gatherings. We always did Sunday, Sunday dinners. So I grew up in a culture where as though we actually, you know, we cooked. Okay. So cooking was something that I was around often and something that I grew up on and something that I actually took and I learned how to do even before going to culinary school. Now, because of what we actually have, um, because of what I was taught growing up, I knew at a very young age that I actually wanted to own, be an entrepreneur, and I wanted to own um, a restaurant. Okay, specifically, I knew I wanted to own at least one of my restaurants. I wanted to be vegan or plant based, you know, and so that at an early age, I knew that. So fast forward when I'm going to school, um, I didn't know anything about becoming an entrepreneurship. I actually was in school to become a neurosurgeon. That's what I decided to do. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go and become a neurosurgeon, right? And that's where that was what my academic path was going to be. Now, a few years into um, into my academic path to becoming a neurosurgeon, physically my wrists start to act up and guess what now I can't actually now I have to think about what I'm truly going to do because I don't want to go to school for this long time and then I can't end up and then I won't end up practicing right and so I had to really think about okay let me go to plan b and so plan b was to get into the food service industry to actually start honing my skills with that and really making sure that I'm the best out there. I'm able to open up a restaurant. And so I joined the clubs at school, entrepreneurship clubs, um, startup clubs, um, self-development clubs, all these clubs. And we actually had an entrepreneurship department. And so I went to the department 
and I actually was talking to them, trying to present to them and let them know everything that I was planning on doing. And one advice that they gave me that actually put me on a path of, you know, starting my path out was, okay, if you want to open up a restaurant, you should do catering first. Fast forward today, I just like to share if anybody tells you that if you're if you're looking to open up a restaurant and somebody tells you you should start catering first, 100% disregard what they said. It is not the same people, okay? Restaurant da- daily operations, the market for um, your clientele, your avatar customer is not the same as a as your market and your day-to-day actions for catering. Restaurant and catering operates on two different um, levels. And are they similar? Do they have similarity? Absolutely. They're both in the food service business. You're both serving. Um, you, you're both of them, you're providing a service. Both of them, you... Um, your focus is people that's looking for food, but catering is specific to events, um, large groups. Restaurant is specific to daily operations that daily customer looking for. And those customers vary on what they're looking for. They're looking for your particular product. They're looking for your service hours. They're looking for your particular flair, your style, you know, that's different. What they're looking for, they're looking for quick. They're looking for convenience. They're looking for this right here, right now. That act, that demographic is totally different than catering. Catering might be for, because I did catering for many years based upon the, that advice. And I was not happy with catering, even though it brought in some good money. Um the what I had to do to get those clients in the end product or how I felt about what I was um the services that I was actually given and the customers and things of that nature is totally, totally, totally different. So don't end up going down that fifteen plus year path like I went down um, just to start your restaurant because now that I have a restaurant, I do not, I can honestly say, unless it's someone that's booking for a large event or for, you know, events or a buyout or something of that nature, catering, what, what I learned in catering does not, on the business side, does not necessarily, um, I, I don't necessarily use it in the restaurants because, like I said, it's totally two different things. I'm working out of a POS system in a restaurant. You know, you have daily expenses in a restaurant. Then you have daily flow of uh, revenue in a restaurant. Catering, you catering is more so of you have deposits coming in. You have revenue coming in, but. What if you, you, that's not something that I'm catering is not something that I did every single day. Okay. 
Um, one because it was massive doing weddings 150 plus people you know that's not something that you just do every single day especially when you're a small catering business okay I was not a large catering business so I did not have events coming in at on that daily basis and I didn't have the staff to even do some of the events that was actually coming in. So some events I had to turn down. Um, with restaurant, of course, you your overhead operational expense um, is a whole lot higher. Yes. But for me, the dreamer that actually wanted to open up a restaurant, all of those experiences, experiences all of those expenses the operations everything that goes into the restaurant is so much more satisfying than when I was doing catering and I enjoy catering to a certain extent as far as because I would do weddings so I love to do weddings it was beautiful um but the restaurant life is where my heart truly lied and so no matter what ups and down is happening in a restaurant, I tackled that with um with respect, with with going out here with hunger, like I'm hungry for it. I'm hungry to make sure I get these clients. I'm hungry to make sure that my services is what the marketplace is actually wanting. So, you know, I'm just pun intended, I'm just really satisfied with the restaurant so if you're like me so this is pretty much what the podcast is about today is just really letting you know and giving you that okay to not start off with catering if you're looking for a restaurant figure out what niche you are about to be in for the restaurant okay and who you're servicing why are you servicing those people how will you change their life with your services, with your restaurant? Is that actually something that the marketplace is actually needing? And so, and go with that and then figure out how much it would start to actually start that restaurant to get it up and running. Um, Start off with a pilot program, um, pilot. Whereas though maybe you go out to farmer's markets or um, do special events, that gets your product out there, that gets your name out there. So you can generate that that crowd, that network of people that's truly going to back you up for your services um, and can't wait to truly support you when you open up your brick and mortar, okay? the I cannot iterate this enough. Do not go into catering because you want to open up a restaurant one day. Once again, totally two different experiences. Two different experiences. Do not be fooled like I was being young and naive in terms of, okay, sure, I'll go that route. No, two different experiences, two different mindsets of the custom of of the your customer base. And so if you are not a person, 
that's looking to open up a restaurant, then you just want to do catering, then absolutely go for it. Don't sit up here and go open up a restaurant and say, oh, I'm going to see how this restaurant leads me. Go and then I'll open up catering and then I'll do catering. No, don't do that. If you want to have a catering business, do the catering business. If you want to have a restaurant, open up a restaurant. Do not decide one would lead to another. One will actually have that insight to the other because that is false information. And like I said, if anyone tells you that, one, don't take their advice. Two, they're coming from a perspective of they have never either they never operated a restaurant or done catering and so they're just out here winging information that they probably heard somebody else said you know because it's easy for us to regurgitate somebody else's experience or message right um but or but we don't take in consideration all the factors. So from someone that has experienced catering and someone that has experienced a restaurant, I'm here to tell you today, do which one you want to do. Start off doing the one that you have decided, okay? And then if someone also tells you that to start one over the other, one will lead to the one will lead to the next then once again they just have no experience in either of those sectors either both of them or one of them they don't fully grasp what 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 is going on so and i say that because i took my advice literally from someone that they did catering, but they didn't even have a desire to open up a restaurant or even understood what that meant. And so I had half of they were giving me advice based upon half research, half information. And and I took that. And for many years, I did it and I did it good, even though I was burnt out and I was pretty much very miserable because that's it was kind of like a hole that I sunk myself into that I could not get out of because I did become you know pretty popular and known now that I just focus on the restaurant people still call and say oh you're not doing catering anymore you know um so over the years which is understandable because over the years you should have people still calling you and asking you if you're doing catering, especially if you did a good job, you know, (laughs) that's with any, any position that you take on or tackle. Someone should, you should do your best at a high level. And so that years down the line, people still know your name and still refer you because they did a good job. You did a good job on with their experience. So they want their friends or their cousins or whomever to um, have that same experience. Right. So, yes. So let me give you some tips on what you should actually, 
how you should proceed, okay? If you are looking to get into catering, then start with catering. You can go to, you can put your menu together, just a small menu. Please don't put together an elaborate menu, especially when you're starting off. You have to keep in mind that it's just you, okay? It is just you. So put together your menu and then start picking out items that you can actually sell at flea markets or sell at um, any events that schools might have or churches might have or your local community might have. And just start off packaging those services up. Okay, then when you start to build your network, get your name out there, then you can definitely move into the realm of booking people. You can go on Thumbtack. That's a website to start finding finding individuals. You can go on Craigslist. You can go on Facebook. You can go in different groups. You can go on LinkedIn. It's so many digital platforms out here that you can definitely um, find individuals who's looking for the catering experience. You can even hook up with local apartment complexes, the management, um, what, I'm sorry, drawing a blank here. You could hook up with the property management company and offer your services. Um, See how that works. You can hook up with local churches and offer their services. You can hook up with, of course, you want to do wedding caterers, event planners. You really want to hook up with them. They will help bring clients to you okay because it benefits them it makes it easier for them event planners are always looking for partnerships with their vendors to help be successful when they're talking to clients when they're doing their events or weddings and things of that nature so it's great to hook up with that you can definitely hook up with event spots whereas though the location of where people might because for events people always are looking for spaces so that's one of unless you have your space you know in your home or you already have a location for your event but there's event spaces out here that you can also partner with they're always looking for partnerships as well because it would benefit their clients, okay? And from a consumer point of view, we all like convenience. We all like that one-stop shop, okay? So just make sure if you're looking for catering, you actually go into those, you connect with those particular persons. Now, if you are doing the restaurant, then, of course, the restaurant can do the same thing. You can start um, 
a ghost kitchen, okay? You could do a ghost kitchen. You can go to local restaurants and ask if you could be featured on their menus. You can go and, um, which allows, you can go and actually be at farmer's markets as well. You know, that doesn't take, that doesn't take a ton of licenses as if you're going into a brick and mortar and things of that nature. Uh, Depending on where you are, a good flea market would actually, you just need a couple of papers from the health department and you're good to go. <laughs> okay. Um, definitely for you to get your clientele, you know, posting your food online, things of that nature would get you your clientele. So just make sure that, you're doing what you can when you can and you would be you would be satisfied like it like again this podcast is really just saying don't fall for for the oh you should start catering to go to the restaurant or you should start a restaurant to go to catering first of all nobody will ever say start a restaurant to go to catering because the overhead expenses, just to get that up. They think about brick and mortar and things of that nature. But with catering, you can start right away. You know, you get large sums of money. You just put yourself out there. You can purchase the food. So they say catering because they look at it from an easy perspective, not from a perspective, a strategic perspective, because that doesn't lead to the restaurant now does it help with you understanding a little bit about business yes um a little bit of the hustle that you have to go out there and do to wean in or to get your clients yes it does but once again it it two different clientels you're looking for them on and two different marketing strategies. And so therefore, what your marketing strategy for catering might have some similarities to restaurants, but they're still told they're still different because you're attracting two different two different clients. And so yes, yeah, so that's what I have for you today. I didn't want to take long here, but hopefully this advice is helpful. Hopefully you you understand that as you are on your journey to becoming a successful entrepreneur and you want to either be in the restaurant, be a restaurateur, or you want to um, be the premier caterer then in your area, then, you know, you will go to, you would do and go the direction that you have your heart set on. Okay. I will talk to you all soon and see you in the next episode. So let me tell you about today's sponsor, which I love because it's in a food service business. Okay. Vegbox restaurant is a 100% fast casual vegan restaurant located here in Baltimore, Maryland. You will not be disappointed. You should check out their reviews. Um, 
Check out their menu at www.vegboxmd.com. That's V-E-G-B-O-X-M-D.com. And I'm mentioning these particular, this particular restaurant because, for the simple fact, they're just great. They have, they have took the whole plant, okay, and transformed it into something that is so tasty, delicious, and you can get this quick. <laughs> Who doesn't like quick food, especially when you only have 30 minutes for lunch, right? And you can find them in Baltimore with their great menu from grain bowls to tacos to sliders to salads to soups. And they even have desserts that they make in-house, okay? So if you're in the Baltimore area, make sure you check them out. Visit their website, www.vegboxmd.com. That's V-E-G-B-O-X-M-D.com. And see what they have to offer. See if you will go check them out and support them. Support them, get on their mailing list, see what they have. Um, tons of coupons that they send out, okay? <laughs> so get on their mail, mailing list, get um, get familiar with them because this is definitely a restaurant that you're going to see start popping up all over the place. That's vegboxmd.com. Another great episode in the podcast today. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to me today. Make sure you subscribe if you like the information. Give a thumbs up if you also find the information valuable. When you subscribe, guess what? You get that notification that I have dropped another podcast. And so you can tune in right away. You don't have to wait. Also, share this with others. Don't keep good information to yourself. I'm sharing my experiences and bringing people on to share their experiences so that we all can get to our destination without many roadblocks, okay, or setbacks. So make sure you share with others and have others as well subscribe so they can get all the valuable information as well. Until next time, see you.